of Sessions with Mary Jane. I am your host, Jordan Freed. And I'm Brendan O'Brien. And I'm Rena Ezra. Whoa, three of them? That's been so long since all three of them have been in the same place. It's been a while. <laughs> it gets very crazy in the fall, eh? Uh, and the summer and the spring. It's just crazy all year round. But we have an amazing guest for you tonight. He is a very gifted uh, musician, music producer, music writer. Uh, and he's also very gifted in other ways as well. Uh, Just a general creative thinker yes. and spirit. Yes. That's so, uh, give it up for Freddie Salgado, La Cara, Face Cadet. She, La Cara, you know, in the house. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome. Yes. Happy to be here. First of all, I just want to say thank you, uh, Jordan, right? Because when we went to go see the... Um, the documentary. It wasn't the opening. I was being a little hesitant in watching this documentary. I was a part of for three years, but uh, oh yeah, tell the people at home about this documentary. So there's a documentary that features you. Yes, yes. It's called The Remedy. It stars me, Face Cadet, alongside another MC based out of Newark, New Jersey, uh, Serenity TKD. So it's uh, basically just us and our everyday, what we do, and we get to this point of uh, a moment of expression, a moment of letting out our creative side that um, with the things that we've interpreted in our lives, either through work, through how we grew, how we grew up, the things that influenced us. It's a really, it's, uh, you know, it, so I was really worried about watching it. I know me and Sarah would have these conversations that like, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, it's been three years, I guess when it's finally said and done and it's there, you're kind of like, Oh, it happened. Right. Yeah. And so you really start to like reel it in and think like, did I say everything right? Did I do everything right? How did I look? How, did, how am I represented? And so, um, I kind of was sort of like daunting the whole, uh, feeling of like knowing that this thing was out, mm -hmm. this thing, this documentary was out. Shout out. Um, Shout out to Boris. Oh my God, sorry, Boris. I almost forgot. You know you remember it though. You're good. Boris yes, yes. Remembered it. Oh, yes. The just, bomb. Blame on, just blame it on the, the bomb, right? Yeah. <laughs> the bomb. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I just kind of didn't want to watch it until I did. And going into uh, what was the place in Newark? Uh, I think it was the uh, Express New York. Is oh, that, yeah. Like so nice going place. in there, and I'm with Sierra. I'm nervous. Nervous as hell. I'm nervous as hell. Like, oh, no. It's going to be on a screen. How many people are going to be there? And all of a sudden, I see Jordan. <laughs> and he calmed me down. Aww. I was just like, okay. We all right. Were both, we were both lost. Yeah, we were both lost. Film showing here, and everybody's just like, I don't know. I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, and, and just seeing Jordan kind of just balance me out. Uh, we go in there and uh, sit and watch. And there's about maybe like 14, 13 people. Uh, but it's a, it's a it was a really nice room that we were in. Uh, aesthetically very pleasing. Good showing for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was playing, and I'm just at the edge of my seat, like, oh, what, what am I about to say there? I think I remember what I did there, but what happened after? I hope it wasn't something crazy uh, or, or something dumb I said. Um, and and so watching it, I'm just like loosening up. I'm like, okay, I like this. I really, I think I like who I see up there. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's very true. I think he, he uh, captured the essence of, of what I try to sprinkle 
uh, in my day-to-day, my artistry, in how I work and, and how I speak with people because that's all I do is just uh, bounce around and just enter people's world. And I enter, I say theirs because I just want to pop in and just listen and understand and see if I can capture something um, worth capturing and, and, and just kind of recording it in my subconscious that then later comes out in my music and how I write. And, and then sometimes I write to the point where it's like, what is it that I'm saying right now? Where is this coming from? And maybe it's not realized then, but I know it comes back around full circle. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where that comes from. So I've learned that in order for me to write my music or in order for me to learn how to mold and shape my reality, um, I got I to gotta keep going at that pace. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... But, and, that, and that was like during the recorded during the time before the album was conceived, right? You were just kind of writing songs at yes, that point and performing. Yes, yes. That's that's how I was understanding the songs by performing them, uh, working on my craft now for ten years. And this is my first album. Um, Congratulations, right? That's after very cool. ten years, yeah. Yeah. yeah can then, we can we rewind a little bit to like yeah. your what was the first instrument you picked up? Guitar. Okay. Oh, no, sorry, I'm lying. Trump, Trump, but that was for a little bit. Okay. Donald Trump was the first thing to bring the world out to win. Wait, what was the fascination with the trumpet? Uh, the loudness. <laughs> yeah. Just being loud, and I think I was kind of... So, and uh, I'm Ecuadorian, so when I would go to Ecuador, and I was, because I was in middle school, they would say, uh, oh, you're, you're at the age of the donkey. Burro, era burro. Like, you know, because like, you're awkward and uh-huh. you're, you know, you're trying to yeah. understand who you are. So um, with that, I guess it carried with me when I was able to do a, a course in middle school where I could pick up an instrument. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I just want to be just loud, obnoxious a little bit. And... You know, I, I looked at the trumpet and it kind of symbolized that a little bit. So I jumped into it and my dad hated it. He, <laughs> I, was, I lived in the basement and, and the first house my dad bought. And I lived in the basement part. So, you know, just cranking that thing and just kind of him you waiting. You that thing, you stay down there. <laughs> like waiting 20 minutes and then he's like, hey, so how's it going? <laughs> What's going? Like, yeah, that is remarkable late. though, how it just and you're yeah. playing a bunch of different instruments and then you do it like you have a do you have a different unique attachment or relationship with each instrument I would say so yeah it allows to kind of stretch out uh, an aspect of, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. how I guess I would approach that right and how it, it would represent me because that's how I try to do things I'm like okay well I see it I follow not that I follow I see a template instructions and I'm like okay now here I go with my signature yeah got you so, yes your style mm-hmm. um but yeah that's uh for all the instruments but I think my favorite instrument is definitely the guitar how come because it's the one that like even freestyle wise mm-hmm. like if I'm just riffing and then I'm just adding words to it and then I start getting playful and then create melodies it really pulls me into feelings mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm not even saying anything I'm just like but I'm just kind of feeling sad. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I feel sad there. What are the words I can put in to represent that even better? Because I try to 
capture the the tone. So you think of it rhythmically before you think of it lyrically. Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, it's gotta be a feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got you. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry, back to you, Jordan. Where we began, the trumpet. Hey, Jordan. That that was just the jumping out point. Uh, How was it? uh, Did you live in Jersey your whole life or were you in Ecuador? When you were born? So, no, I was born in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Hell's Kitchen, right. Okay. So, I was, mm-hmm. I was out there um, until my dad remarried, and then we moved out to Harrison, New Jersey. But, yeah, I lived in New York for 12 years. How was that? You know, it was cool. I loved it. I, I got to... Um, no, I, I, yeah, no, I loved it. I still have fond memories of PS111, mostly because I was in a show in a... Yeah, like a fourth grade play and uh, it was a big play it turned out and I think that's where I started kind of like liking this and performing at a public school you know in the, in the 90s it was a lot of kids that's when it started like oh we got to figure out what we're going to do to house all these kids now you know and that's when they started building these like makeshift trailers on the side of these buildings to oh, house all yeah so it was a lot and so to perform uh, in that in that public school it was huge because I had the I had a leading role, so, mm. so it's a kind of yeah. So and I liked it. So when I leaned into it like that, I was like, oh, I want to be in this area, or rather, when I jumped off the stage, it's like I think I want to keep carrying this energy, not just like oh, it's only a thing, and then I'm off, and I don't know, it's just another person. Yeah, right. I want to see yeah. if I can just keep. Going yeah. and going and yeah. going and going and going. So, how did you find the other significant beings in your life? How you like the other people you met to form your music group, or other people who were influencing you along the way as you were growing as a musician? You you met like how do you like mm-hmm. you just met them different walks of life. Hmm. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. There's a lot. Even even now, like I look I look up to a lot of individuals and contemporaries, you know. Yeah, it started with the big names, but I think more so now, being 36, and you kind of ask yourself, like, should you just keep working? And just, like, just get your stuff, get your house, and pay all, you know, have all your bills figured out, no no debt, and um, do that, or, you know, just continue, like, juggling the two. And I, I learned to realize with having my contemporaries and, my, and, and those in my community, they keep pushing me to want to keep creating music and give it that reason, that push. Like, well, if the whole world doesn't listen to it, I got 20 people that are and we're like <laughs> building off of that. You know, because homies over here with a harmonica yeah. killing it, right? Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. saying his poetry or somebody else is doing it with just guitar and singing, et cetera. But there are people that I shake hands with and, you know, um, I salute to and I respect and I come watch and support. So I have a reason and I'm thankful to like, you know, to have that. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you believe in it, you believe in it. Yeah. That's not going to go away. Yeah. Somebody's going to um, connect mm-hmm. with your music. Yeah. yeah. And all the yeah. other people that you've collaborated with. So, yeah, yes. that's very special. So, but yeah, my community... Um, heavily influences me. Sierra says it all the time. I don't listen to like new music anymore because I'm just listening to my community. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, new music from your community, I guess. What new music? 
Well, I don't know. I guess that is new music. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are yeah, making yeah. it. Yeah. So I love. <laughs> also, I love... it's so less polished. I feel like once you listen to the big names and you're like, okay, yes, yeah, so or the top yeah. of the game, whatever. But then it becomes so mainstream, and then it becomes like copycat, and then it becomes like, well, they just like you hear a bunch of their stuff is just sampled from other people's yeah. in the past and do whatever, and then yeah. you're just like, well, then let's go to the root or let's go to the root. and like other people just in your own neighborhood mm-hmm. are making things that are just wicked yeah. that are just super like you just it just catches you off guard yeah very true yeah does does knowing how a person is or what their personality like make you like like, like feel their music differently enjoy their music differently I'm glad you're saying that that's what I was thinking yeah. just exactly that just exactly <laughs> that yes boy put me on the ball when I go up to people like Lord Bezel or SB or Comrade or Turkish um, Samad and I have a conversation with them and either we're uh, you know, we're mostly at shows. Sometimes I'm in their ho- in their homes. Not all of them, but some. Um, I get a sense of who they are, right? I get a real sense. And so then when you start listening to them and you like holding space with them and you're listening to the music, you're like, yeah, no, this makes sense. And when he says it that way, it's like, because that's who he is and that's mm-hmm. how he rolls it. And that's, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why I like listening to uh, my contemporaries a lot. Yeah, can you get a sense of someone's personality just by listening to their music, do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so what, what do different personalities sound like? Just kind of vaguely from like... what like, This like, is like his superpower. Yeah, right, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Even, Trumpet boy. Even like, can, can you get a sense of like someone is like obnoxious well, or pathetic or like things like that? I think, music? I think, okay, so... <laughs> this means you're so pathetic. <laughs> no, 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 So yeah, but it goes it goes with the with with also the body language, right? For example, when you hear a track, uh, or the people that I listen to or I see that I'm trying to, I guess I don't want to say size up, but try to understand, mm-hmm. you know, when they perform, they're I don't even think they know deeply what it is um, they're saying, or if they believe it a hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, when uh, it's kind of like you see it, just how they move, like how they carry this, themselves on, on stage and uh, I guess whatever intention it is that they're trying to put out but based on body language for me is how I'm able to more or less figure out like oh he's he's on a lower uh, vibration he's not really knowing um, like who, who he, he doesn't really understand the grand scale of what it is he's really saying or mm-hmm. what he is around or in another way where I can see somebody with a lot of heart and maybe his wordplay or the way he's rapping or his voice isn't there let's say per se but he's bouncing he's he's got like this fire in his eye and he's carrying himself with some charm because he's committed to whatever the final result mm. it is that he's giving he's like I'm in it yeah. then that kind of tells me like oh he's got heart and, mm. and uh well yeah. is it that like every person even if it especially if it's a each new song they do they're it's like a whole new development they're processing something new for the first time every single time would you say that this, this is the case like if someone's I, leading with their heart or they don't really know like you said what mm. the grand scale of this is yet 
is it because they haven't figured it out yet? Maybe they have to play the song a bunch more times, mm-hmm. or maybe they have to listen to it a bunch. Like you said, like if it teaches you something, because every new song you do, I mean, you have a different relationship with each song, mm. right? Mm. Mm. And when you were saying before, I just want to tap into you before I forget, when you're saying, which I think is so great, I never thought of it in terms of music. When you're saying, um, as you're performing, you're understanding it as you go. Yes. And you have to perform it to understand it. Yeah. And that I only thought in terms of like, oh, stand up. Like Jordan, mm-hmm. like he has to test out his jokes on mm-hmm. stage in order to know what works and what doesn't. I thought, oh, music, you just do all your prep beforehand and then you just do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then it and then it's like good or that or people like it or people don't like it. And that's like I never even thought like oh this is chemically neurologically like yeah. this is how they're processing it on stage is also going from one note to the next and doing like is during the performance it's yeah. not just the pre-stage yeah. so i just thought that was really neat yeah that's why sierra would tell me like when you perform you gotta act like you're doing it for the first time like you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta like fall in it's almost like you gotta fall in love with just like doing it and also letting go in a sense of like let me see where it takes me yeah. like, let me just trust and not be scared and just like let go and feel the song you know be the song was that uh, difficult at all for you to do no no i think because i did it you know in in that show and and also being a part of a church and singing for mm. you know so i was able to okay. to pick up that sort of confidence right because i don't think i have the best voice Right, I don't even think I'm like the best dancer or anything, Dylan. but I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I know. When it comes to Bob Dylan, <laughs> yeah, but it's also what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, right. I do think, I do think you have a nice voice, and I think you have a very unique voice. Yeah. Also, I'll agree with that. Uh, yeah, your that. album sounds very unlike. Uh, I don't know if I could name another album that sounds exactly like. Like it might draw influences from a lot of albums, but it's uh, it's a unique sound. It's definitely like all your sounds yeah it's not like another rapper or another singer or another artist like it feels like it's just you which is extremely refreshing yeah because you think everything's already been done before everything already sounds like the way it is everything ready or people are just getting so much influence that they don't know what is their own signature you know piece Mm. whatever that is so yeah it's very refreshing yeah also it clicks where i was like it's really nice i was like the music and the name like there's a sub there's a connective tissue there yeah what that's cool at what point in your like your musical journey did you feel like you for the first time you were like i really found my sound i really found my voice i really found like my my persona or my identity as a musician wow you know i i think i realized it the more i started just yelling Mm. Right where I was just like, just ah, like together because it's like it's the craziest sound. But if I can, you know, just dominate that space where I can, ah, you know, just sounds like oh, we, we we're gonna see just reaction and we're gonna see his his spectrum of where he can take his voice. Yeah, right? and, and like the extremities of how yeah, far he can go, yeah, right? The yeah. range. Um, Which so, ancestrally, that is, yeah. I mean, our all of our ancestors making music in centuries ago yeah. was just by sounds, just by yelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think when I started just yelling, where I could just do that, just I don't care, even if it's 
two people or a bunch of people or people that maybe are scary looking, I'll still yell, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and feel like, okay, I can, let's go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just be cute for a minute, but when you met Sierra, did your music and your, like, your voice change? Oh, it, it started with Sierra. Mm. Oh, you! I thought you, you weren't doing any, like, experimentation with music before her? Well, I, I was. Well, also, okay. But I guess oh, what I was trying to say is with my, uh, with just the project and who Face Cadet That, right, is, okay. That whole process, you know, started almost 10 years ago. And it started when I, I lived in San Diego, and that was when, you know, two, three months before... We, I left, uh, me and Sarah, oh, we left, me and Sarah were talking, getting to know each other. Oh, I see. And then, you know, we took a, we took a risk, we took a gamble, like, let's go to, to the West. Then we went to the West and, you know, we tried it out there and I was like, okay, well, now that I'm out here, I can work on some things, you know, kill some habits that um, I, w- I was doing. I was like, maybe I could start writing an album, I don't have the distractions or figure out what, maybe not an album, but figure out what am I going to do musically? Like, I want to create an identity in the music scene, you know? So what would that be? What would that look like? And so, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it started there. So, you know, Sierra um, helped with that. You know, she was able to, to take my lyrics and read them and just, you know, ask me like, what are you saying? Like, what what does this mean right here? And Mm -hmm. You're spelling this wrong. Yeah. This is grammatically incorrect. Ripping it. So, but the thing is, you know, with that, you know, she allowed me to, like, like as I write abstractly but poetically, and I think it's open to your interpretation. Right. And I think I was able to do that. Excuse me. This break is brought to you by water. Drink it. I'm, I'm, ra- I'm rapping right now. <laughs> I'm rapping. And it's because I hit the bomb. And Sarah, <laughs> and Sarah and I, we've actually been uh, cutting, cutting, uh, not, yeah, cutting weed out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. These yeah. Same days. But, um, you know, because it's today and it's a podcast and me and Sarah have been working really hard these past couple of days. Why not? You know? Yeah, I appreciate so, that. Yeah. What, what, what have you guys been working hard on? What's been going on? Uh, so we've got... Uh, the Cat Cafe mm-hmm. that's been a, a work in progress for like a you know a year and some change. I've been telling so many people about it. Yeah. So many more friends have been like, oh, I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, well, have you heard of this place? Mm-hmm. They were working on a new thing. and blah, yeah. blah, Because I, it's so true. You need to spend time with them to know what, yeah. what clicks and personality. It's just great. Yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, um, just that. The, well, not, no, not just that. Just the Cat Cafe. Um, uh, we we were at Wendy's, one of our clients in New York, and she, you know, she's trying to relocate to a new new spot on the east side, and we've been helping her with all that, uh, tr- that whole transition, you know, packing, organizing, cleaning, and unpacking, setting it up, and she still has to relocate, and we were doing that all day yesterday and today, at our other clients, um, helping and take a bunch of st- like old furniture to, uh, Goodwill places that would. Um, take donations and you know sell it and we still got a bunch of stuff in the truck you know we got some stuff you guys want to check out the truck mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no we did that and and then my uh i, I got my contracting 
Yeah, I want to shift it to that. License this year, this year. Thanks to Sierra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah shout out to Sierra. So we're doing the back end work. Is, listen, I was, I was a great test taker, but when it came to homework, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right there in class. All the time, all yeah. the time. So, but yeah, it just goes to show you. I, I just like, like excelling in the moment, but when it comes to just things that lag, like homework, mm-hmm. I'm no good. But yeah, she, uh, she helped me get my uh, contractor's license i got my first project i've been working on my first project since october renovating a whole uh basement boxing it out you know everything framing uh, sheetrock compound painting trimming installed four doors and uh, but yeah so it's a big project and you know i was the head on that and it was my first um my first big gig just getting my license two months ago October, right? Everything was in October. So, yeah. And that's been going good. And, you know, I've got some other um, prospects. Wrote out some proposals. Um, So, it's it's a really cool aspect to be in. Like, okay, now I got to figure out how I'm going to make this work financially and with the material. And that's if I get a worker. That's tapping into another creative. Yeah, yeah. It's so, problem solver. Yeah, yeah another you know. Homework. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the word homework needs to just be rebranded. Because no, we have this, this bad association with it, right? Well, it comes with, you know, it comes with the chain. So that's yeah. the word. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when did you start uh, doing remodeling, renovation, contractor type stuff? I guess I took it seriously when we came back from Colorado, Colorado Springs five years ago. And uh, I, I was helping the family um, with their property. So they kind of showed me how to just understand a building, how it works, what you need to do when there's certain situations, you know, how to fix things aesthetically, you know. Um, so they taught me a little bit of every, of, of all those trades. And um, from there, it just kind of, opened up to uh, Sierra, <laughs> you feel me? Um, she, she had this kind of decluttering business and some of the clients needed somebody to put up their television and put up, you know, the frames. And Sierra's like, oh, we can do that stuff. It's easy. So, you know, it started there. And uh, from there, just clients asking me to do other things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Okay, I think I can do this. And again, like, that approach it was because to learn to trade in that time um to this point you know i think it was like a solid two years where i just started taking it serious and my clients were asking me big time stuff like mm-hmm. build me a room build me a record no i started with a recording booth mm-hmm. right i built it on like, cool. plywood and on caster wheels and two uh two by fours and double side windows uh all that and so I was like okay I could I can make a box I can make a box are you guys gonna like make a cat cafe construction fusion like HGTV no, 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 show no, no. build a cat <laughs> like construction Netflix is the couple that comes <laughs> in and just do oh my no, god no, I no, watch no. that listen as much as I give my wife props uh, like after the after we, <laughs> the, the opening that's the last Cat Cafe project. I don't yeah. be involved in it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And a lot of cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you relate to cat personality? Uh, you know, it's funny because I didn't like cat. Oh, I was I was indifferent. That's uh, wrong. I, did, I was indifferent. Yeah, yeah. I met Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> she had two cats. And His identity is completely disappeared. <laughs> 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 How about the day you were born? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
It's funny because I didn't have a better. I didn't have a cell phone for the first three years. Oh, so wow. you have to call Sierra to get to me. Wow! wow. Okay. And she was your assistant. <laughs> and by the way, it was by choice. It was by choice. Because <laughs> when I got back, the in-laws were like, "You need to get a phone." Yeah. Hey, uh, and. They pay for my phone. <laughs> so, like, that's why I have a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yes, back to Indifferent Towards Cats. That cats. you just, over time, cats. just see your cats. 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 I love them. Cats. 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 Um, you do have cat vibes. You're yeah, really no, like, now I love... Your energies. I love yeah. Winona. I love Winona mm-hmm. so much. Uh, I love Batman and Panda. Uh, but I guess because we got Winona as a kitten... And they were already bigger cats, and they sprayed my boots because they were like, "Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this man?" And so, uh, you know, Sierra had to get them fixed because of that. They were, like, mm. you know, the territory kind of thing. Mm. Anyways, but I grew to love them. And then we finally, um, and they passed on. But once we finally got to get our own cat, and I got Winona, and I got to see her grow, and just her mannerisms, like, oh. You like you my vibe kind of cat. Like I just, I like how she's like very affectionate, but at the same time she likes her space. And mm-hmm. I think I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I think Sierra can contest. Like you know, I could definitely like I love you. I got you. Da, 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 but I'll just be in the other room. And I want to be there. You <laughs> yeah. just stay here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And what are you doing? No, I'm in this room. <laughs> but but I just like to know that. She's, you know, next to me kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. but yeah, no, so I identify with that and I kind of like that that love language a little bit. Uh, maybe if it was being done to me by Sierra, maybe I, I wouldn't like it so much. I don't know if it's a person, <laughs> but from a cat, I'm like, you get it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You might kind of vibe. So yeah, I'm a cat person for sure. And then I have Willow, my lovely live uh, mix. Yeah. Aww. But she's like, She's very angst. She's very angst, but super sweet. And she's great off leash. Yeah. And we didn't even train her. Like, she just likes to be by us. Oh, that's so, good. Thank God. Yeah. So because of that love and affection, you know, she's definitely, she's got, she's got a, a big, big spot in my heart. Yeah. How much is she? She's two. Okay. She's going to be three in January. Okay. So, like, is the angst, is, is the angst thing like a, like a teenage thing? Is that what it is? Or is that just, like, her personality thing? She's just like, well, I don't know. She's, she's just very, like. She's my little courage. courage. I mean, she, oh, yeah. can you blame her? It's 2022. Yeah. She started in 2022. Like, she'd be like, oh my god, the world! <laughs> it's so many terrible things! Yeah, yeah. Trump's back on Twitter! <laughs> oh, like, of course! I totally understand. <laughs> no, and, and during that, we got to, we got her too, right at the pandemic, and the cat, and it was cool because we had the Winona and Willow, uh, both as kittens, you know, and puppy, and they grew up together. To, right. So to have these two kind of... They got along. Yeah, they got along. They love each other. Oh, oh you hear them in the morning so just wrestling. And you oh, say, that's okay. Get out! Get out, the two of you. Because, yeah, they love each other. They make a lot of noise with each other. They're a little, uh, they're a little duo. And that, and that was a great uh, thing to have during the pandemic, just to kind of, like, look, look, look how a cat and a dog gets, gets close and they can become friends and... That's nice, right? Yeah, yeah no, for so. sure. Yeah, no, that's like the good thing about animals is like they don't have any of the BS that humans have. So it's like obviously some yeah. animals don't get along, but like it's like there, there's like something like like very inspiring about being like, look at them. They may not speak the same language, but, then, but, yeah. but they're gonna get along at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was what was that thing one of our friends was showing us where um, 
where they, some people are training their dogs to talk with those buttons. Right. But yes. then the dog became so self-aware of its existence, it went into depression or had anxiety. No, wait. Yeah, one of the dogs, yeah, was so self-aware of it. And it's just like, this is why they do not have the capacity of it. This is why humans are upset. <laughs> because we have too much self-aware. Don't do that to a dog. But yeah, I mean, it's a huge... I don't know how it started, but it was very trendy on... I gotta check that out. Yeah, we, we see this little husky one. This little one that she's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treat. Yep. Nah. I probably saw that video. Yeah. Yeah. She's terrible. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really unusual. Yeah. I wonder what, what animal is like the least self-aware. Do you think? Or it's like least intelligent, even. Not to like shit on the animal, you know, but I'm trying. <laughs> now to we're thinking of the stupidest. Yeah. I'm, 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 like, I'm like, what animal I see? I'm like, man, flamingos what a Flamingos are known for being pretty dumb. Oh, really? Yeah. Their brain size is very small. Not like your size of your brain. It has to do with your neural capacity, but they right. are very limited. I mean, if we're not going down to like a single cellular organism. Hey, they can be smart. Who knows? I mean, they're survivors, you know? <laughs> no. Well, they, how they're made though is not as complex as how, um, multicellular organisms made. But I would, yeah, maybe my vote would be for a flamingo. Because even ants, ants are extremely intelligent. So yeah. it doesn't matter by size. Like there are very, very intelligent insects and like birds who can, who literally weave their, um, make their nests the way we actually sew with needles. Mm -hmm. They, oh, they dope. do that. So it's just like, <laughs> like yeah. they've known this for this long or how did we we copy it from them or like what like no yeah i, I remember I had, I had a very like monumental class when i was a junior in high school i think in my chemistry class i remember like in some way we were like all talking and like my science teacher uh, was like like very outside the box kind of thinker like definitely took acid definitely was like very encouraging <laughs> to like psychedelics and, like that kind of mindset and i remember like, we were talking about how like someone was like oh like uh, answers is so stupid and then my teacher's like oh really why do you think that and he's like oh they don't like talk they don't communicate like we do and then it's like well can you say that they're more smart because they don't have to waste time with all the words that they're saying and I'm like he just wants us to shut up because <laughs> 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 Robert's is smart but, but, but for all, I'm, like, I'm like wow like yeah intelligence is not just saying a lot of things it's yeah. saying the right things at the right time you know and like and like the, having the wisdom to know when the right time to speak is and then mm. which brings it bringing it back to music though what you were saying made me think of I um, just recently have started listening to only instrumental music mm. I stopped listening to like just lyrics I don't and I would always first which I was gonna ask you first thing when you listen to a song do you go towards not when you're making one but when you're listening to other people's music do you tap into the lyrics first or you tap into the like I said rhythm or how like melody whatever of course that evokes a uh, feeling yeah. but um yeah, that was just, like, for me personally, so that's my question, but also for me personally, that was just, I don't know why, I don't know why I, like, transitioned, but maybe because there is, like, so much talk in the world, and then I just wanted to shut that out and be like, no, whatever they're trying to say, they they say through this, they can mm -hmm. just say through instrument, or Laura Vares, what was, who was that that we were listening to, that she was, um, part of the, what band, help me, Jordan. I don't remember what band she's from, but that, <laughs> that was the person you were probably listening to. Yeah, her, yeah, but she's doing more of the experimental things with, um, she was on Mark Maron's podcast, but with instrumental music, um, and it was just so true, it was just it, like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think 
again, for me, it starts with feeling. How's it making me feel right now? And then from there, it's like, oh, I like that melody. And then it's lyrics. Okay, mm. what are you saying? Mm. Uh, and that's how I kind of create a song. Or, mm. you know, just see how I feel about it. Yeah. Overall. Is there something you won't listen to? Or something you just you just feel like, nah, I tried. I keep trying to listen to this and mm. I just can't. I could definitely sit in and listen to just about anything. I mean, maybe some some songs or or a set. I'll listen to two or three songs, and if I don't like, it, I'm like, okay, well, that's it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. So okay, that's that's all I can tolerate. But for the most part, I think I would give everything, everything. Try, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, just because. So I, there's no genre you shut out. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which like when it comes to like goes so going over you're saying about like the way that you like it's like you're attached to the feeling right? Would you say that you more often like you like go in search of a feeling and then like and then like use music to get there or like the the feeling comes to you and you kind of ride that or do you like write like like maybe you have one feeling and you like r- like start playing to try to get away from that feeling. Or D, all of the above. Oh, as an escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like where, like where, where? Like you had a bad day at the dentist, and you're like, I gotta write something totally opposite. Right, right. Of how this bad day at the dentist made me feel. Yeah, an anti-cavity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you mean that as like anti-gravity, but it's anti-cavity? It's all of it, man. It's all of it and none of it at the same time. Wow, like, yeah. 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 Oh. So, I, I think I, I create my best work driving, which I don't recommend you do just to be in the car. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Blow the trumpet. Blow the um, but I think the motion of going, and it's, mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's my vibe. That's my vibe. Like, the push forward. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's, I don't want to, you know, I can't be sad right now. That's what's, everybody's sad, so. Hmm. What do I, you know, what's, what's my thing? And that's like, go, go, get up, go. I don't want to do this, but you got to go, go, mm-hmm. just do it. Push, push, push. And so I try to find a frequency that, you know, takes me there. And then once, you know, I feel that motion of going and I'm driving, I'm just kind of like, in, just imagine like a ninja just flexing. <laughs> he's going, he's, he's in, he's in the zone. And so it opens me up and. I listen to a beat or a composition that's you know, not, not only a hip-hop track and um, go from there and just catch a melody, you know, ride that wave. Just, mm-hmm. oh, I'm on a surfboard right now because that's how I want to carry the cadence. So what does that mean? So, you know, I, I kind of drag the, you know, I drag the word a little bit. And so with that, I'm like, okay, so what would be an opening word that can emphasize on that feeling of me just dragging a little bit? And so it's like, you know, um, 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 mm. what would be a word that would carry it? Weight, like weight, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something heavy. So you could be in a heavy spot, but from that heavy spot, you know, you could still push forward, move forward, go, go, and then kind of build into like your legs marching in front of each other until you're running, until you want to. Until you on a we on, on a bicycle in a car, rocket shit, and then, you know, just that's that's yeah, how I try to yeah, get it going, like rolling. Pushing, so, yeah. and I think that's also like a, a natural state too. Just going. I think that's how I, how we were built. So, I even try to 
you know, use the root of that, that deep root of like, yeah, this is just direction. Give them direction. Straight, straight, straight. Um, yeah. yeah, you're Sorry. making me think of potential and kinetic energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just by yeah. saying that, honestly, is what, like you're how you're saying that is very, very natural. That is yeah. just like the laws of the current, like the world we do live yeah. in that existed before us, and like that totally makes sense how you process that way or yeah. things. The outcome yeah. is from that. Wow. Yeah. Lots to think on after this podcast for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to know. A little bit about how the album cover came about. Ooh, the album cover. It was uh, it was a great, uh, great, great, great design by Sierra's brother. He's actually, you know, he does some pretty big comics. He's done stuff for Star Wars, the Where's Wookiee. It's uh-huh. kind of like Where's the Waldo. Okay. He's done book one, two, and three. So he's got wow. his name up there with Disney. Um, you know, Ninja Turtles, Transformers. He was, he was writing the stories for the Dread comic line. Okay, uh, Judge Dread, for a bit. Uh, but yeah, no, he does big things. And it was funny because like I oh I wanted him when when I started dating Sarah and I knew when she told me about her brother and I saw his work. I was like, oh, this is the guy. Like I'd mm. love for him to do something for me. But he's serious. He got he's got big names on his yeah. name. and so when I would make my music and like have a, an idea for a demo, I'm like, oh, I would love you leases to, to make art for this, but it's like, it's not the time. Don't, you don't call him for, for, for demos. Like you call him for the, the real deal when you're serious. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got to that point and uh, had this idea of me, me being in the city. Cause I'm a city kid, you know, house kitchen. And even where I'm at Elizabeth, it's like a mini New York city. I think that's why, I have a soft spot for it, like a real soft spot, because it reminds me of where I grew up, and uh, that's where I think I represent. I think that's what I represent that culture um, of that, and so uh, I wanted I wanted that to be in the background and kind of just showing um, just the city and just me with my belt, my tool belt, because I just want to fix. I want to fix something. I want to mm-hmm. fix the city. Maybe you know, city. You know, one one pipeline at a time. Yeah. You know. So, um, uh, so that, you know, that was the idea. I wanted to kind of just, you know, just keep true to the essence of who I am. And that's the truth. And when I had the idea, I first presented it to Melody, Ulysses' wife. Um, and I was like, you know, I'll pay you for this. And this is the concept. And, you know, she was asking me to describe to her like words, like, well, me and, and just give her words, you know. Uh, actions, adjectives, nouns, and she was writing and writing and writing, and she's like, okay, from this information I compiled, I can see what I can formulate, right? But then, a couple, maybe a month or two, you know, just following up, because the music was getting uh, finished, um, she sends me a message, like, hey, listen, um, Ulysses is actually going to do it. I'm just like, what? Ulysses is going to do it? And he didn't charge me. Wow, cool. Wow. He didn't charge me. He didn't charge <laughs> me. So and uh, but yeah, I'm close. I'm close with uh, my my brother in law Ulysses, George Paris. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, they're, they're my bros for sure. They're my bros, and I'm glad that I I was strategic and I was patient, and I, you know I didn't get 
like too excited over something and kind of just like, hey, hey, you think you can do this? And he's like, yeah. no. And then it's like something else. Hey, you can do this. Yeah. I waited for the you know timing. Wait, wait, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. But you got to think yeah. on a higher level with these fools. Wow. Because I'm the fool. Fred looked at me and said intelligence. That, <laughs> that was a compliment of the year. Well, it, it was definitely uh, definitely worth the ask. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I've been beer tending lately at uh, Foreign Objects in Monroe. If anybody's uh, looking for a drink on a Friday, Saturday, or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, soft, soft plugs. <laughs> who is this and I was like oh it's it's him like I gave them your album and everything and I was like showing them in on Spotify and I was like yeah no add it definitely thank you man that Uh, that means a lot and I am getting plays and it's funny it's like I I would scratch my head in the SoundCloud era when I used to put my music up there I'm like dang how can I get plays like it's like three plays and it's me you know I was like I like it (laughs) I wonder what it feels like if I had like maybe you know, like a couple hundred plays a week, yeah. and you know, and that's what I get, and I love it. I love yeah, that yeah. people are, you know, I got a couple, a handful of people listening. That yeah. makes me, that really makes me happy. Yeah, it's, really I think it starts the same for every artist, though. You're the one putting in all your, be like, yeah, I made something I want to listen yeah. to or I want to see. So you're like, you're your first, you know, yep. views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you keep watching it, you keep seeing it. Like mm-hmm. I, and I, I just love that that is that's a very common thing for a lot of artists but also i do want to touch on um what jordan is saying is if people hear it for the first time your music then they see your art it's just another piece that just reels people in like the album cover and i just like that there are layers yes you Uh, ulysses uh i asked him it's like so he's like just i got a list here of things I'm going to think about it. And I was like, you know what, Ulysses, is here. The album's done. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Just listen to it and get a feel. And uh, he said he would listen to the song when he was drawing it every time, like color, everything. He colored it, everything. He was just like listening to it, listening to it. And uh, yeah, that was the byproduct of it. He's like, you, this is the direction you took me mm-hmm. from listening cool. to the album. So, and I think, yeah, and I think that's the energy. Yeah, that's the energy. When you were making it, how did you know? Like, how did you? How do you know when a project is done, or is like, is it ever done? Like, 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 at what point were you like, yes, this is exactly what I want it to be? Like, how, like, how, how do you like? What's the feeling? How do you know? So, f- waiting, I guess, ten years. Um, I think it was it was a documentary, right? And, yeah. and being ten years and knowing that it was done and seeing, you know, how like. Seeing it be successful, I said to myself, I was like, I need an album just in case when people see this, because it's being chopped around um, to small little media companies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I should have something to back everything I'm saying on this thing, right? Because yeah. it'd be a bummer if, like, you watch and you're like, hey, this is kind of good. All right, Facebook, let's see. Yeah, you, Where is he? You need the next thing you always yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So I, I said, I was like, okay, well, I need something to back that, to represent that. Yeah. And luckily, you know, I, I've kind of. No, I've written I've written about thirty six songs, mm-hmm. right? That's and from those thirty six, I was like, okay, I got to pick the twelve that paint a story. Mm-hmm. I think I have enough here, and so I was able to pinpoint and then create 
you know, I was able to synthesize a sequence, mm. right, to kind of show growth, to kind of show a, a start point and just a, a, a not an end point, but to a marker to where it's like, okay, well, this is where this transition stops, right? But I'm going to come back with something. And that's another thing, like, that I've been on the works. I think I figured out, you know, this, this, this timeline of how this music story is going to be. The legacy that I want to leave behind, if I do it, you know, the the way that I that I have it in mind, or the intention that I have for it. But it's um, uh oh, ch -ch -ch talking too much. No, no. Oh no! Don't tell us now. Don't, don't I was like, are you about to tell us your whole plan? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Your no. whole secret? No, 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 no. But <laughs> if you are the microphone over there, speak yeah. right into the microphone. No, <laughs> it's just with our own great about it is that I don't know the whole thing but I just know like oh here's the middle parts like mm -hmm. I think I know what I want to do and if I keep following this the, that ending is going to tell me what how it's supposed to end and I want to mm -hmm. I know I want to end it with four projects like four concepts mm -hmm. that's what oh, it is four okay. concepts and, and maybe one concept isn't just one CD you know it's just it's just other things other yeah. even other mediums of art you know yeah, like yeah. I'm also in like the modular world and sampling world with my buddy Conrad you know light plug Conrad class and Comrade mm -hmm. class, and that's 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 the legend right there in the making, and he's in like, you know, uh, sound parameters and warping it and just mangling it, just grabbing one sound and just one uh, one frequency, and he just unpacks it in so many different wow. ways, mm -hmm. and it's like we we create these soundscapes together, and so I kind of want to use that a little bit as a representation of what what these phases are, what these concepts are, because. It's it's me recording in essence like what a Renaissance man looks like in this time and era, right? So that if time and place rather, so that if forty years down the road, right, when they're like, oh, let's let's or even hundred years, let's look in the archives. When they look at these history books, they're not going to be the same as the history books we had. They're gonna right. have videos. They're gonna have content. Yeah. They're gonna you know. So when they kind of laser in and focus on what face could that? What's this? Yeah. I want them to see like, oh, this is. Oh, this is a world in here, yeah. and, and it's you <laughs> right, know, right. and it's fine that it's if it doesn't blow now. And for me, it's it's totally fine because I figured out a way how to juggle my career, which I love. I love fixing things. It goes hand in hand with the message behind my music, mm -hmm. um, right? I I don't I know that in the long run, when somebody looks back, like it's gonna be way more impactful. I think, mm -hmm. right? Especially if it's like something that I see through. I commit to, I show discipline mm. and something yeah. really well thought out, you know, like, I, you know, get close to hitting the mark as to who you are, like who you really, really are with your flaws and everything. Like, yeah, this is it. This is, this is the package and this is the order and this is where I was at with it. Yeah. So every medium takes time. Yeah. Uh, whether it's in the arts or not in the arts yeah. and everybody can like, uh, express something different in different mediums. Yeah. Two things. One, I wanted to say, I think it's totally beautiful that your art, your music already um, like blossomed something in your brother-in-law for him to make his art. Like it's like yeah. he ma him making the cover art for your album was also his expression of something he loves to do. Yeah. And it was by listening to something you liked yeah. to do. I just think that is so cute. <laughs> I just like that. I just <laughs> and then the other thing is, do you get any conceptual ideas? Um, anything comes to you in your dreams? 
or hmm. anything that you wake up and you're like, oh, I found the missing piece. I know you say mm-hmm. while you're driving. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's other safer ways. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am just curious as far as like. That's why self driving cars exist, it's for the artist. <laughs> It, I like you you it's on your mind it's always on your mind you go to sleep like yes you do shut off in a sense but I'm always thinking of like oh this like you know it, just whatever art project I'm doing it's like oh this thing is still ruminating somewhere mm. in there uh-huh. and your dream is mm. like or your dream morphs it into something I don't know like unlocks so, certain channels that you can't get when you're awake I don't know <laughs> you know I, I I don't, I should write more about just, or I should just write in general, journal more. Um, but I don't really have, I don't really think too much on my dreams. There'll be some dreams I'll wake up and just be like, oh, okay. It's nuts. Right. But then outside of that. Do you not remember them a lot? For the mostly, you know, and there's some that yeah. stay, that mm-hmm. stay and, and, um, uh, Maybe it lingers. It lingers, but then mm-hmm. after, like, once I'm working, it's gone. So, what was gotcha, that? yeah, yeah. Um, but mostly, yeah, no. They ins- are very fleeting. Inspiration, you know what? Inspiration really, or the aha moments, or my, my, what I can consider something dreamlike that gives me the missing puzzle to the, or the missing piece of the puzzle uh, would be when I, when I do little trips of, let's see, when we go hiking or we travel. Um, things like that, right? Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, I'm just taking it in. And that's when, like, the phone's off. Like, the phone, you know, is in the garbage. It's not yeah. in the garbage, but we just don't <laughs> Every work. trip, right. I yeah. throw it out. <laughs> I got out there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm just taking it in. And, yeah. And then I see no, somebody I walking. No, I relate to that. Yes, yeah. I feel like And then that. at some point, it's just like, it just starts hitting me. Like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yes, that's, that's, that's the direction I got to go. And, and those are the things that really inspire me, I think. Those are the things that... Um, give me give me the piece, and I think that's I think that's how I should write. That's I think that's how I should keep going. Like I can write a concept, and then if there's a mental block, I'm like, all right, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can't necessarily yeah. force it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, just frustrates you. And plan something. <laughs> and plan something subconsciously so that okay, I know I'm gonna figure it out. Just not now, but yeah. you know, but you know, we we'll usually there. figure things okay. out. And yeah. I don't force it. Like Sierra usually brings up, oh, we're gonna do a, a big camping trip. Uh, in, in, in August so let's go I'm like perfect so perfect you know I'll go out there knowing what I'm supposed to do even though like I have a plan there's a baseline plan you know that I'm always like this is this is where I need this is what I need to get me to that next step that next level but yeah the outdoors the outdoors mm-hmm. vacation and going to uh, other places other countries yeah. If you could have a meal with three dead people, not them being oh my dead. Gosh. If you pick zombies. Yeah, if you could pick three zombies to have dinner with. No, if you could pick like three people that are no longer in existence, if their physical form anymore, to have a meal with, what meal would it be? And also who are the, who are the people? <laughs> <laughs> what meal would it be? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I probably Brendan took a rip of the bong, so he's a little hungry. Yeah, there's one destination on Sessions of Mary Jane. It's two refrigerators. Yeah. <laughs> probably a falafel platter. Nice. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Says Sarah Drives. I always bring it up. What do you want to eat falafel? <laughs> just a, I, even though I don't want it, just hates for less than falafel. So who are the three? Damn, okay. 
So if we go old, old, I'll probably say Jesus. Yo, I got this water here. Let's get it. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> right, you do it like a lakeside, and then it's just a, a lake. He gets so turned, he's like, yo, 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 yeah, we do this. Who else? Who else? Um, let's see, music wise, music wise. Hmm. I guess Jesus is number one. Of course. Oh, yeah. You got a lot to say. The bigger go home. Yeah. I know, but where do you go from Jesus? That's what I'm saying. He's first. and that. But you didn't end with him, so I'm curious who the next thing was. You know, believe it or not, I probably... Um, uh, like one of your cats? No, no. <laughs> I probably... I, I, I want to say... I really want to say... I want to say MJ. Michael Jackson. Right, nice, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, and uh, oh, and I got it, I got it, I got it. No, 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 Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee. Oh, Ooh, nice, hey, yeah, nice, yeah, come on, God, wow, that would be a good dinner party, yeah. You feel me? You yeah. know how much I learned, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> processing it right now. Wow, yeah. I don't think there's anything left, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. thank you for being wow. on session. Jane. Yeah. There you go. Um, who add like your handles, anything you have coming up where people can find you, want to plug? Uh yes, just at face cadet, uh facecadet.xyz. It's the website. And um yeah, just just be on the lookout for some visuals. Yeah, some music videos. Get ready. Yeah. And a, and a small little side project, one of my homies, Conrad Classen, at Conrad Classen, peace peace, the cavalry. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. So keep those eyes open. Keep those ears also open. <laughs> keep your mouth open when it's the right time. <laughs> and also keep your heart and your mind open. Also, uh, check out lnhstudios.com. We just released our short film, Knock, for yep. free on yep. YouTube. So you guys can get that there. And we got a comedy show coming up this Saturday, November 26th, mm -hmm. at Annabella's House of Mozzarella in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, we got some funny comics on that. And then Late we Night Hump is coming back in December. Yeah. Yeah, so keep your eyes peeled on our website. December oh, our improv show. That's we have improv shows. Yes. Yeah, Late Night Hump, so check those out. Thank you so much, Freddie, for coming on. Yes. It was a wonder wonder to talk to you today yeah. we didn't even give you a challenge because you like jumped in so quickly yeah. but you know what you were too interesting for a challenge we couldn't <laughs> let's just find out more about oh, you it's yeah. like celebrity the status the challenge is trying to figure out what, Bruce Lee, what that conversation is like that's yeah. the challenge yes we'll, we'll imagine that I'm having a, like a spark over falafel <laughs>